What's up, guys? This is Vaughn Kohler, and you're listening to the MFCEO Project. On a crisp evening in St. Louis, Missouri, at Jay Gilbert's Steakhouse, one of the MFCEO's favorite restaurants in the Gateway City, Andy Frisella and entrepreneur-slash-social-media phenom Sean Whalen talked about everything from what it means to be a man to what's wrong with America. Today, the two attempt to reconstruct that conversation. Don't look for a clear outline, my friends. Just sit back and be offended or enlightened. That's today's podcast. Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to the MFCEO Project. I'm Andy and I am the motherfucking CEO. I'm here with a couple good buddies of mine. Um, you guys all know Vaughn the Impaler, a.k.a. DJ God. What's up, buddy? Oh, I thought you were going to say Sean and Tyler were your buddies. Oh, I was going to. And I was just tagging you, along. You've been elevated to buddy. I appreciate that. All right. Congrats. Thanks, yeah. man. I'm also here with my homeboy, Sean Whalen, straight out from Utah. I would ask you how many wives. That's like the straight up Utah joke. Like, that is the Utah <laughs> how joke. How many wives do you have? But I, I asked you that last time. Yeah, I don't know how many I've got. It depends on the day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, since I'm out of original jokes, um, Bond said in the intro, because I just heard him do it, that you would be either offended or enlightened. And I would argue that there's a lot of things that people should be offended about. Um but it's most of the things that they're not offended about. You know, most of the things that people are offended about today are the things they shouldn't be offended about. And some of the things that they aren't offended about, they should be. Like, why you let your kid go home with a fucking 17th place trophy and tell him he did a good job. <laughs> you should be fucking offended about that. Right. Like, about your own parenting skills. All right? <clears throat> I mean, recreating the dinner conversation that we had... Um, Basically, it came down to like, you know, how can we make America a better place? Based around the idea of common sense. Um, how about making the world a better place? Because we do have international listeners, listeners. Yeah, but it still comes down to common sense. Right. No, I know. But you said, how can we make America a better place? Well, I'm going to worry about America first. <laughs> Bingo. Sorry. Good Nailed Sorry. it. You know, if you're an international listener, I appreciate you. But I live here in America. I'm going to worry about us first, mm -hmm. and then we'll worry about that. I'm offended by that, but just FYI. Yeah. I'm offended by your beard because <laughs> no, it's yeah. better than mine. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's a skill. It's an art. So, so like, <clears throat> we talk about all these things that we talked about. Like, hey, we're going to go on this tour, and we're going to do this stuff, and we're going to, you know, try to make, you know, this a better place for everybody. And I would argue that, like, the number one thing – that we need to understand as a whole is that we're all on the same fucking team. You know what I mean? I feel like when we look on the internet, we look on, on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere that people have a voice. It's so, it's so clear how much the two political sides hate each other. And they, it almost feels like it's two different countries. And, you know, we know Sean, you and I, we've talked about this a million times, you know, that's the design of our system is to make people, not see what's really going on so that they can get an agenda basically imposed upon them so that things work a certain way for the benefit of other people, which by the way, aren't us. Yeah. Um, so we talked a lot of it, a lot of things, man, but 
you know, <clears throat> I, I think the, the first thing that people that we want them to look at, you know, would be like, dude, look at things from a common sense standpoint. Yeah. You know, that's what I see. And that's what got me into your videos and into your following you before we ever even met was like the common sense approach that you take to relating, you know, truths, which yeah. is what they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we talked last night, we talked about, when we were at dinner, we talked about, you know, how most people will not stand up and say the things they're feeling. They will not, there's a reason your page went from zero to 160,000 followers, which by the time this airs, it's going to be 200,000, yeah. you know, basically in a very short time. There's a reason that this podcast launches and all of a sudden it's in the top five podcasts, you know, in with, a competitive market. Yeah. Right. In a very competitive market. And the yeah. reason is, is because I feel like both of us say things that other people think, but won't say, which is what ultimately I feel is causing the problem that we have here in our country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, dude, it's like it, it, a perfect example is when the whole, um, I did this video is, is without question the, the the most viewed video that I've got it's like 14 and a half million views or whatever on on Facebook and I don't even know how many um, tens of thousands on on YouTube but it was during the the Confederate flag deal right and everybody was pitted like either on one side or the other all right this Confederate flag's like historical and it, and it and it represents you know history or it's a racist bigoted object that we need to get rid of and so I did a video where I was like look here's the deal black and white politicians have been walking in and out of government buildings in the south for 50 years with that flag flying and nobody said shit oh but sean no no, no. here's the deal it hasn't made cnn it hasn't made fox it hasn't been on whatever whatever we've been talking about the ebola or whatever the hell that friggin virus is called and all kinds of random crazy shit nobody's cared about the confederate flag so i do a video and i say that and i'm like no one gave a shit about the Confederate flag. Well, it just so happens that a lion in Africa ends up getting shot about the same time. Cecil, poor Cecil, and everybody changes their Facebook profile to Cecil the lion and God save the lions and God bless the lions and damn the dentist and let's ruin his life and the whole thing. And I'm just stepping back and I'm looking at this whole thing like, for real? Like, like seriously, who gives a shit? No, none of, none of you who, who purport to now be these huge adv, you know, animal advocates and all of these people that are genuinely concerned about the racist nature of a flag. Nobody gave a shit. So I did a, you know, four minute video on the beach with my shirt off, just freaking rolling, like saying, look, nobody gave a shit about the Confederate flag up until the time that CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC told you to. And none of you gave a shit about African lions until Fox, ABC, NBC, CNN told you so. And you know, when you talk common sense, that, that video, has been shared over a million times has I don't even know how many like 70 or 80,000 comments on it and I think the reason is and the reason that it sparked so much controversy and so much conversation is simply based off the fact that like that's what everybody was thinking but nobody had the ability or, or the desire or the platform to say it and no it was, it was easier for them to just join in and yeah. say hey I'm gonna make Cecil my profile pic. exactly it's gonna be really really simple it's gonna be really easy and let's or or not say anything at all and I think you know what 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 the commonality of the conversation that we had last night I think really boils down to common sense and common sense is now becoming this foreign conversation right meaning no one wants to like, that sounds weird it's the truth what you said earlier like when 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 truth becomes obscured like that's when shit starts getting scary it's like Look, I'm looking out the window right now. It's a blue sky and there's some freaking clouds in there. But people will like want to debate that and spin that and say, well, it's because of that. No, the truth is it's a blue sky. 
with with white clouds. But we don't want to say white. We want to say this because we might get offended or we might. Da, da, da. And now all of a sudden, truth becomes completely obscured. So the guy who speaks the truth speaks the common sense, which is none of you gave a shit about Cecil the Lion. None of you gave a shit about the Confederate flag. All of a sudden, like people just go crazy over that. One, they want to either, you know, massacre you and completely like crucify you or jump on board and say, hallelujah, somebody's fucking saying it. Right. And like, you know, <clears throat> the thing, it's kind of sad that we're at that point, you yeah. know, to we're saying basic shit of truth is, is remarkable. Yeah. It's you become this, I mean? it's, it's become like this phenomenal feat that when you say something, people, people literally will either jump on board or, or it, it people literally, the society Look, I mean, stripping all of the all the rhetoric away, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican, a Democrat, you're black, you're white, you're gay, you're straight, it doesn't freaking matter. The reality is anything you say in this society today, it's going to offend someone. Which has been the way society has been since the beginning of time. Right, right. There's always sides to things right. that, you know, and that's that's the fucking problem, dude, is that society as a whole, all of you as a whole listening... All of us in this room are part of the problem because we've allowed this to happen. Mm -hmm. And what what we've allowed to happen is for some person out there, I don't know who it was, but somebody spearheaded this movement to try to take all the sharp objects, all the danger, all the offensive language, all the offensive principles, all the offensive ideals, and create this society that cannot hurt anybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. It can't hurt, um, you know, it, it can't hurt you physically. It can't hurt you mentally. Everybody it becomes, you know, successful. Everybody wins. And they teach us this, this story that when in reality, and we touched on this last time we spoke, ends up handicapping. They think they're doing the right thing. They right. think they're being like Vaughn, what, What'd you say? What word did you use for this? Uh, compassionate. They, right. they, they think yep. they're trying to take, they're doing their, their kids a favor by teaching them all this shit and they're doing everybody a favor. But the reality of the world is not that. Right. It's just not that, you know? So they come up with this theory that all people are going to exist in peace. All people are going to harmony. Everybody's going to love each other. Everybody's going to have a similar level of success. Everybody cares about these things and blah, and nobody's ever going to have their feelings hurt. And the reality is, is that's not the way it is. So what you're doing by trying to take all the sharp edges off of life for your kids is you're creating a situation where they're going to run in there with, you know, thinking that nothing's going to hurt them and they're going to get their fucking asses beat, you know? And so what's more compassionate, preparing your kids and society and your employees and your students and everybody you have contact with for reality? Or is it more compassionate to lie to them and let them go out and get destroyed by the earth? And I think that's where we're having yeah. a problem now. Yeah, we talked about, dude, since the dawn of creation, literally since the dawn of creation, there have been winners and there have been losers. I mean, a simple, a simple aspect of this we talked about last night is, is like hunting. Right. Look, that deer has got to die in to order eat. for me to eat. And there is a winner and there is a loser. I, I won that battle of, of life and death, and which is very that, who real. Who decided that law, by the way? 
Did what the government decide the law no, no. of that? No, that's what God created. Exactly. I mean, this is the thing that's interesting. And, 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 DJ it's, God. It's, yeah, good job. Well played, sir. It, it's fascinating to me to think that like people think that these rules... and these, This has been since the dawn of creation. Survival of the fittest. There will always be and there has always been a winner. And there will always be and there has always been a loser. Plain and simple. Like, I honor that deer for, for giving me the opportunity to eat and to feed my family, but that deer's life came to an end so that I could eat. At the end of the day, like, literally teaching your kids, you, you all tied, you're all equal, you're all the same. I want my kid to know, hey, you got your asses beat, so here's what you can do to train, to practice, to get better, so that now you can beat some asses. Right, and I is mean, it fun to see <laughs> your kid lose? No, it's not fun. I don't have fucking kids, okay? Because I'm responsible, and I, I didn't just have kids for the sake of having them because I needed to have them to feel validated. Will I have kids? I hope so. Okay? But so all those people out there are going to say, Andy, do you, know, do you even have any kids? No, I fucking don't. Get over it. But here's the reality. This is what you should do with your kids. Yeah. Because I'm just going to fucking be that guy. Quit fucking looking at your kids and expecting them to be this fucking all-star fucking athlete, you know, because this is where it fucking starts on the soccer field, right? My kid's the best soccer player out there. How do you get the best? Well, he's naturally born. Well, why is the coach not playing him? I don't know. It's not fair. <laughs> well, the co- do you think the coach isn't playing him because maybe you're lazy and you don't practice with your kid? Or maybe your kid just flat out sucks. Well, well, well but, but most of the time this happens because parents don't put in the fucking work required for their kid to be competitive. And then they expect their kid to have an opportunity to play, which is where this whole fucking fucked up concept of everybody gets a chance came from. No, motherfucker, you earn your chance to win. And it doesn't matter if it's sports, relationships, friendships, business, whatever. You have to put in the fucking work and understand that you're going to fail and then understand that it's your responsibility to improve from that point forward. So when we have parents who let their kids, you know, like you're talking about your son wrecking his dirt bike. Yeah. Is that fun to watch your son wreck his dirt bike? No. You're like, fuck, dude, that looks like it hurt. But the reality is you're glad that he did it mm-hmm. because you know that he's probably not going to wreck the same way exactly. again, which will ultimately make him a better rider and a safer rider. Right, right. You, you look know? at the kids who, who we wrap them up from a really, really, really young age in bubble wrap and hope that they never get picked on, hope they never get pushed, hope that they never fall off the monkey bars. Don't climb to the top. Don't do this. Don't. Run. I mean, at the end of the day, like – I, t- I, I, got, I got smacked around a couple times when I was a kid. I got picked on, if you will, quote-unquote. I fell off shit. I broke bones. I mean, I, I did dumb shit my entire life, and I turned out all right. But yet we literally wrap kids, and, and I'm a father. I've got three kids, and I've got the same opportunity to wrap them up in bubble wrap, make sure that they never get their feelings hurt, make sure they never you know, fall off their dirt bike, make sure they never whatever. But the truth of the matter is, is one of my sons is not very athletic, but he can ride a dirt bike like, like a son of a bitch. Right. And so I'm like, push it. I'm like, cool. Like, go Good ride direction. your dirt bike. Right. It's what he wants to do. And there's no, like, when he plays sports, he's quarter, he, he, the coach kept putting him in a quarterback. Okay? And I kid you not, I got it on video. And I'm not going to share it with anybody because it's, you know, I'm going to pretend that it didn't happen. But it fucking happened. <laughs> my kid throws, like, every single time he gets in a quarterback, he throws an interception. He just lobs the ball up there, and God bless him. He likes to throw. He likes to play, whatever, whatever. But I go up to the coach. I'm like, Coach, you need a new quarterback. It's not knocking my son. I'm like, my son's not a good quarterback. Yeah. Now my son's really freaking fast. So I'm like, how about this, Coach? Why don't you give him the ball and let him run that shit? Oh, but we want to have everybody have an equal opportunity to play, whatever. And I said, I flat out told this coach. I'm like, he's not a good quarterback. Have you seen the fact that he's thrown every fucking interception in this game when you put him in at quarterback? Let him run the damn ball. I'm okay with that. 
He's okay with that. I promise you I'm not going to see you. I won't call Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, or any other freaking reverend that's going to come over and, and bust your dick about like not playing my son equally. Right. Like That's the reality. Is I flat out told my son. He's like, I, Dad, I don't like to be the quarterback. I'm like, well, then tell your coach so that you can run the ball because every time they give him the ball to run, his ass is a little freaking wheelhouse and he's in the end zone. There's no, there's no shame in that. Like, I'm okay with that. But we literally have built this society. It's crazy to me. Like, as a father, I mean, I watch these kids, and, and I tell my kids flat out, like, all the other parents are like, oh, you guys played so good, and it was a tie. And I'm like, no, you got your ass kicked. Yeah. You, you lost. Yeah. And here's what you need to do to do better. Here's what you, like, my son falls off his dirt bike. He busts his ass on his dirt bike. I'm like, what did you do wrong? So He's like, I should have done this. this. I should have done that. do you that. think we lost this? I don't know, man. Like, if you think about, it really hasn't been. I, know I, I, have my, I have my little theory, but I like, I'm interested I, in yours. I don't, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I mean, you look at it, and, and it really hasn't been an ongoing thing. I mean, when I was raised, I mean, I'm 36 years old, so it hasn't been like this 100-year problem kind of a deal. No, it's been the last 15 it, years. I think within the last 10, 15 years, and I, I'm not going to say that it's a Republican thing or a Democratic thing or it's a social media thing or it's a media thing. I, I, don't, I don't really know, but there's something in the water. There's something going on that's right. literally like infecting. It's like a freaking. It's like an infection of just sensitivity in the marketplace, in politics, in religion, and I mean, shit, shit. We talked about this earlier with religion. I mean, good hell almighty, you say you can't talk about any anymore politics, Dude, sex, religion, money. But but the reality is that's the shit that actually matters in people's lives, and I think that's the reason you and I are so polarizing is because we can talk about these issues in a really direct, a really common sense way which is why people listen and they pay attention and why our social status if you will is growing but dude we're, we're, we're literally in a, in, a, in a day and age where you can't say anything about anybody I'm the kind of dad where I'm like if my kid lips off in school I want the teacher to freaking smack him upside the head but heaven forbid we even talk to a child like wrong you 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 they will call the domestic services and all of a sudden like everybody cowers around and the principal cowers and they fire the teacher and you're on the even though news. the kid deserved that yeah. shit you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just like the, the the idea of political correctness first of all it's a bullshit term it's totally it's totally bullshit it doesn't exist it's just some made up freaking term that people wrap around their sensitivity where they're like oh that's not politically correct well what is politically correct dude you know the thing is is like <clears throat> When it comes to the kid thing, I think this all started. I think the reason that this got going with the momentum that it that it has or ha has had is passive parenting. I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like parents buy their kid a fucking Xbox and sick their kid in front of it. Yep. They don't play catch. They don't play football. They don't fucking you know do the shit that like our dads and, and parents did. You know, growing up. You know what I mean? And you know, I. I I mean, that's that's as a father, I can I can completely agree with that. Yeah. You remember the, like the the case in point, case in point, the Ferguson riots. Yeah. You remember how like when the kids came out of high school, like at the end of the day, the school got out and who was the one who started like the freaking riots? The kids, the high school kids were throwing bricks and shit like that. I mean, they have from the helicopter. The helicopter was recording this shit. Right. See, I was raised in a day and age, probably the same way you were, which I don't care about the cops. Like as a kid, I can run from the cops. What I'm terrified of is the fact that my dad would see that shit on TV and be like, ass. that's my little, that's my boy. And my terror would come in, would, would be in coming home. Yeah. And my dad would whoop my ass. It's the same thing that just happened with that girl. She's on, in, in class on her phone, yeah. right? 
The teacher says, it's a no, I mean, look, the rules are you can't have a freaking cell phone in class. Great. Everybody gets it. Everybody abides by it. Kids might not like it. Too fucking bad. Put your phone away. The girl, the girl doesn't want to put her phone away. The teacher asks, the teacher asks, the teacher asks. She doesn't do it. She's just a defiant little shit. Right. Well, the cop comes in and says, get your ass off the phone, whatever, whatever. The kid won't. So the, ki- the cop picks th- this girl up, chucks her across the room, arrests her, whatever the hell they do. Yeah. Here's the deal. Everybody can talk all day long about how the cop was excessive or this and that and the other. The, per, the, the point the, of the matter the, the is, point you is to the fucking cops. Well, it, you listen to the cops, but here's who needs to get their ass beat. Here's who needs to get some common sense smacked into them. Mom and dad. Mom and dad. That girl's parents need to get their asses beat for the fact that, that they have raised a daughter to be completely defiant to any authoritative figure. We live in a day and age where, like, literally, there, there was a girl on Facebook the other day. God bless her, a mom, whatever, whatever. Her, 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 her little son was like 12 years old, my daughter's age, and he had a beanie on that said, fuck the police. And she's over here explaining to, to, the, to Facebook world how he's got freedom and how she loves the fact that, that he's expressive with his views and whatever, whatever. This 12-year-old little freaking shit is wearing a beanie that says, fuck the police. He's 12 years old. It says, fuck the police. And she wants to come into the conversation and be like, well, I'm allowing him to have his, um, no, his liberties and whatever. You're just being a shitty-ass parent. Exactly. Plain and simple, done and done. You were being a shitty parent who is literally not teaching your... So now your kid, he's going to go to school, and he's going to get told what to do, and the, he's going to be like, fuck you, to the cop. The cop's going to beat the shit out of him, which is what the mom and dad should do, and what's going to happen? It's going to be all over the news and the mom's going to be like, oh, I can't believe they beat the shit out of my son. Well, it's because you told your son and allowed your son to have the position of saying, fuck you to the police. She wants to defend him because she doesn't want to feel like a failure. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And the little kid, and here's what's interesting, is I guarantee I know the conversation's happening. I guarantee you the kid's coming home, you know, with all of his little buddies and his little thing, and they're all on social media, and they're all on Facebook, and they're all whatever, whatever, TMZ, and all these other sites, and they're getting their little freaking balls all hairy, and they're just, you know, trying to be little men, and yeah, 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 trying to be little tough asses, and mom and dad don't want to do shit about it. Right. Mom and dad don't want to stand up and be like, no, kid, this is how it works. I appreciate your position at 12 years old, and I appreciate the fact you're getting some hair on your balls, and you're thinking you're a little tough guy, and that's cool, but until you turn 18, you're in my house, and we will not say that. We will not do that. It doesn't Dude, matter. The it's p- like setting the fucking core values for your company. It's insane. Except for your fucking house. Yeah. You know, like, I don't understand how hard this shit is. You know, like... Oh, dude, little Johnny, he's on the fucking rampage. Well, who's allowed him to be on the fucking rampage? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so let's let's talk about that. You know, uh, we talked about, you know, the, the passive parenting and the pussified bullshit that we've allowed our kids. Now we have these kids who for the last 10 years have been brought up that way, mm-hmm. and we see it. Remember, we saw, we talked about this. Um, this girl who came on from Northwestern on Neil Cavuto's Cavuto oh, yeah. show, yeah. she comes on, she says, well, I think we should get free tuition. I think we should get $15 an hour minimum wage. I think we should blah, 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 blah. And he goes, well, how should we pay for it? <laughs> and she's like, like frozen, like yeah, a deer da, in the headlight. Da, da. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. The fuck? Okay, somebody's got to pay. Right. You can't just keep saying... You know, oh, well, we get this, we get that, we get this. And it comes down to basic, you know, intelligence of, like, what these kids are being taught. Are these kids even being taught basic shit well, in dude, school? Go, here, here's the thing. My kid's school, my kid's school is banned playing tag. 
because they don't want anybody getting hurt and they don't want whatever. This is the point. Like if you look at the way the core values have changed and with the moms and the dads and the parents and the whole thing, I mean, my dad raised me flat out. Like, look, if you get into a fight, here's my only rule. You don't throw the first punch, but you make sure you throw the last. I could beat the shit out of a kid, and if, I, if my dad found out that he punched me first or came at me first, my dad would support me until the cows freaking came home. But we literally live in a day and age where, Nowadays, where they, they, the, the victim... Nowadays, the come arrest you Yeah, the quote-unquote cool. victim-bully mentality. See, I, I, I believe something completely different than what most people think. And, and the reality is, without victims, there would be no bullies. Without having a victim mentality, there would be no bullies. But when do the quote-unquote bullies show up? When the victims start crying. Oh, he's a bully, he's a bully, he's a bully. Well, dude, I could say that I don't like freaking water bottles, and you could like love water bottles, and now all of a sudden I'm an asshole, and I'm a racist, and I'm a bigot because I'm talking about freaking water bottles. Huh. Without our, our society and the system that we've put in place, and it, it and well, let's, let's pin it. It real. goes from the top down. It goes dude. from Barack Obama, the, 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 the president of the United States of America, all the way down to Congress, the Senate, to the leaders, to the teachers, to the parents. Dude. We have literally created a victim mentality and a victim society where everybody is entitled to something and at the end of the day anything that's said felt or done that makes you feel even remotely like uncomfortable we run and tell somebody even as adults even as adults it, Dude, it's insane to me man hr department was formed because of this <laughs> you know 30 years ago you didn't have fucking hr yeah is that around the time where everybody realized that they could literally get sued for anything Dude, I, well, when did we start allowing people to get sued for anything? So, lady, look, if you're so the, the, the reason that there is a warning oh, label on my, this coffee cup, there's a warning on the top of this coffee cup that says, attention, it's hot because the lady got, gets a McDonald's cup of coffee, spills the shit in her lap and sues McDonald's for the hot ass coffee wait, wait, that wait, she's wait. been drinking her whole life. Dude, thank you, dude. <laughs> this brought up another good point. Remember the list that we made last night of yeah. what the fuck is wrong with America? All right, here, put this on my list, Vaughn. This is what we're going to fucking go for. Dude, if you sue somebody in America and you lose, you have to fucking pay the cost of, of suing the other person. Yeah. And that public should be the apologies rule. and the whole deal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, dude, because right now, you know, there's no there's no repercussions. You sue yeah. anybody for anything. Well, zero yeah. accountability. Right. Exactly. Right. So, like. Well, and, and why is that? And that is simply because if you look at. The quote-unquote leadership of the country. Well, see, you the leadership of America. Everybody's a lawyer in the fucking office. Uh, you know? the, from the top down, no one's accountable. No one is accountable from the top down. The president's not accountable. The congressmen, the senators, the leaders, the team. No one's accountable to anybody. It's kind of like hot potato. Everybody wants to pass something to somebody else. It be, why? In fear of what? Making a mistake? In fear of what? I mean, that's the reality is like somebody's got to be accountable for something. Parents are like, whoa, shit, I, I can't spank my kid because they might call the Division of Child Family Services. You're damn right I'm going to smack my kid and I hope you show up and come to my house because my kid was lipping off and that's how it works in my place. That's just how it is. Yeah. It's how I was raised. Me too. I mean, dude, if I raise my voice to my mom or talk back to my mom, heaven help my ass, I would get smacked across the freaking well, room by my dad. So my dad was here. I stayed at least two arms lengths away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's 70 years old. And I'm fucking a big dude, man. And I, I stay at least two arms lengths away so I can talk shit. <laughs> that way, because I know if I'm close, man, he's, he's going to pop you. Get me. So like, you know, I, I've, I've learned to adapt. I don't get hit anymore, you know? Yeah. That's because I'm faster. But the reality of it is we came up with this cool list of how we're going to fix America because we all have these conversations, right? We have uh, these conversations at home is like, you know, the mom and dad or, you know, you're, you and your girlfriend or me and my wife are like, ah, blah, 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 you know, and we come up with all these ideas. Well, we had that conversation last night. How can we literally fix what's going on? 
Okay. We already started. Remove the fucking participation mentality, the everybody wins mentality. Start telling people what it means to actually compete for where they are. I just brought up my number two point, which is actually more like number six, but don't allow people to sue other people without having to cover the costs of that and, you know, basically make it right. But when you talked about the office, right? You, we have people in political office that are in a fucking, they're in a club where they get to make the rules that don't fucking apply to them. them. Yep. Okay. So that's point number three. All right. When Sean and I get in office and we become presidents of the United States of America, co-presidents, all right. Co-presidents. See, we're, we're changing gonna, the rules already. Yeah. <laughs> but they apply to us. Yeah, exactly. I would have no problem applying to our own fucking rules. Okay. We, why do, why do they get to not obey the rules that right. they fucking set for us? It's not right. Okay. What well, was another thing we talked about? Term limits. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Vaughn, you, you, you said one six year term. I said two, two year terms. But the point is you can't be a career politician, politician. you know, Everybody looking out for their own, you know, making laws to protect them. The, dude, the, 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 you know, I hate to, like, turn this into a political show, but, you know, you, it, you know, fuck it, it's my show. We'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. You know, but it is kind of weird that you have all these political figures out there who are currently in office on payroll by us running for office. The, you or I or whoever may not, you know, agree with. How does that work? Uh, I mean, this is the thing is it's not even a political conversation of 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 Republican, Democrat, but, you know, Barack Obama. This is this is every single politician. This is Republican and Democrat. Barack Obama to 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 become reelected to run again, literally traveled the country campaigning while he was still commander in chief. He was he was literally going coast to coast campaigning for reelection while he was commander in chief, while he was collecting the check, spending the tax dollars yeah. to fly Air Force One, to fly the security detail to get reelected. And it's kind of like, you know, that that's like paying a CEO of a company to run the company where he's out doing something else. Right. And you're still paying him and he's not running the company and you're just hoping that. Right. Someone else takes care of business. Right. It, this the is track record should speak for itself on the real. Yeah, it's, anyway. it's crazy, you know, but I mean, you know, we have so many things that are fucked up, you know, with our system that people don't even think about, you know, and, and, and you know, to your point of, of Cecil the lion and, and, you know, the videos that you made regarding that, you know, people are, are more enamored with stories about the Kardashians than they are understanding how bad they're getting fucked. Yeah on their by by the government you know let's create all these little issues and put all these things in the media so we can entertain these people and then we can like pickpocket them on the backside yep you know what i mean and you have you have a government who doesn't pass laws that apply to them okay you have a government that allows special interest groups and lobbies to pay and provide bonuses and under the table benefits for these people that are making decisions that are supposed to be in our best interest, okay? Now, let's be real here, okay? I'm Everybody here, at the ultimate end of the day, and anybody listening who disagrees with this is a fucking liar, okay? <laughs> we worry about ourselves, okay? And if you're in office and you go to office with this clear heart and this clear conscience and this righteous, you know, I'm going to do the right thing attitude. And there, I, I believe there's a lot of people who get into politics with that, mentality i'm gonna do the right thing i'm gonna be the difference i'm gonna be the different guy and then what happens you know the big pharma group comes in and says hey um i'll pay i'll 
give you access to my vacation house uh, for you know two weeks a year if you vote this way, or I'll I'll figure out a way to get your kid into fucking Harvard, or I'll figure out a way to slide you two million bucks under the table if you vote for this. And then all of a sudden, it's not about America anymore. It's about what is good for my family. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't care who you are, man. That shit. Uh, that that it's going to sway you to think certain ways. Well, that's that's why being a career politician doesn't work. Exactly. Is if you're worried need. about shit, if I don't get reelected, I might lose my hundred and seventy five thousand dollar a year job. I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose all that stuff. Right. So I need to figure out what to do to keep my job. Forget the constituency. Ultimately, I only need a small portion of them to be able to vote for me so that I can win. And, and typically the, the portion that, that no. is going to vote for me are the people that I'm going to do the special interest right, right, for. Right. But the game it's becomes, crazy. The game, go, the game becomes what's best for America, what's best for the state that I represent. And it goes from that to what can I get away with mm-hmm. that benefits me without getting me in a situation where I don't get reelected. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why you need term limits. That's why there shouldn't be uh, special interest groups. There shouldn't be lobbies that can pay people for votes. That's not right. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be able to do those things because it removes the ability for people to, to be pure hearted in what's best for America. And so what happens is, is, you know, if we switch those things, if we take away their ability to take money and we take away their ability for special interest groups and we take away 20 years and fucking, you know, in, in government, and we make it a maximum of four years, you know, two two-year terms or something short like that. Now, if you want the speaking engagements, if you want the book sales, if you want the the money and the fame and the things that come after that, what do you have to do? You got to actually do some shit. You got to do some good shit for America. Yeah. You got to be a fucking true patriot. You got to care about your country. You got to care about your people. And you have to make shit work in a positive way so that people can say, hey, fucking Sean Whalen got shit done when he was there. Yep. I'm going to read his fucking book. Okay, so it changes from this cancerous, egotistical, selfish position to a noble position in basically three or four steps that are very simple. You know, I mean. So what are, but, so what are those steps? So how do the idea, the concept that we're talking about, you and I are action takers, we're practical appliers of knowledge. How do you do this? How do we do this right now? Well, the problem that I think, I mean, obviously the problem <laughs> Here's the deal. You know, us four are the government, right? Here, we got four people sitting at this table. None of us are going to vote for this shit because it fucking hurts all of us. So right. the reality is, is you people listening have to quit being a pussy about the view, the views that you decide not to express, which I know a lot of you guys are being pussies because you rally behind my words, you rally behind Sean's words, but you won't fucking say shit yourself because you don't want to be called a fucking bigot or a racist or fucking some other bullshit term, selfish, materialistic, whatever, because it's easy for these other people to throw labels on you. But the reality is, is no, I'm not any of those things. I'm I'm speaking for fucking what's good for all of us, all the brothers and sisters of fucking America, you know, and we don't have anybody that is out there truly for the people. We just don't because the system doesn't allow that to happen. Right. And so what, you know, you asked me what I think needs to be done. I, you know, I think people need to start by saying, hey, this is what I fucking believe. And if you don't like it, tough shit. Instead of being this fragile little puss that says, you know, you know, like that. I mean, I see ridiculous shit on Facebook lately. You know, racial tension. You've mentioned the Ferguson thing and like all this shit with the races. 
you know, I don't give a fuck if someone's black or whatever, white, yellow, I don't give a shit. But like, I saw somebody say, oh, I saw two black dudes leaving this. And some fucking person was like, you're a fucking racist. They're not black. They're, what, what do you mean black people? The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, you're fucking black. Yeah. There's no racism in that. Yeah. That's like saying, dude, you're fucking, you know, Andy, you're white. No, actually, I'm Sicilian. You know, you're fucking racist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. dude, people yeah. are like, they're so afraid to fucking say anything because they don't want to get a label slapped on them that, that they say nothing. And so what no, happens is the, 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 the fucking do-gooder agenda, the politically correct agenda, I, my dad calls it do-gooder, I call it idiot, but whatever you want to call it, that agenda gets pushed because of default. You know, it gets pushed because people like us won't speak up. Right. You know what I mean? And so by default, because we let these people whine and cry and pout, they end up getting their way because you, people like you, smart people, we talked about this last night, entrepreneurs, people who are successful, they look at these problems. You know, you know why we have very little quality people in office? Because the people who are out there doing the shit that know how to run the shit, that are smart enough, they look at these problems and say, fuck that. I'm going to fucking do my own shit and worry so, about so, me. So that's the question then is how does this shit change? Because we know that the, that the, the congressmen, the senators, the leadership that's currently there is what's perpetuating. And it's like the snowball. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And we're electing the same people. So you've got this lethargic society who literally elects Barack Obama. Why? He's got zero history. He's got zero pedigree. He's got zero. Because it's a feel-good story, it's right? It's a popular thing right we, now. We, yeah, right. So, we, so we put him in office. So, well, so the, they're smart. They made it that way. So the reality is, like, true, true conversation right now, how do you change that? Because the guys like you and I who are doing shit, getting shit done, it, the only way that I see this changing, you want to talk real change, like how in the hell is this going to change is guys like you and I getting into office. Guys like you and I running and having the collaborative effort saying, look, I don't need 175 grand a year from being a freaking senator or congressman. Fuck that. In fact, I'm going to give it all the Wounded Warrior Project and we're going to go down this path and we're going to eliminate all the freaking special interest, all, all of the bonuses that we get until the day we die, so on and so forth. The question is, is are there enough guys like you and I? Uh, dude, Dude. To, to do it. And what's it going to take to get those guys to all like unilaterally? I see like literally getting guys like you and I across the country to be like, all right, this is the deal. 2020. We're taking over. We're literally going to take over. And we rally our own troops in our own places and say, this is like the mathematical algorithm that it's going to take for me to win my district, you to win your district, me to become a congressman, you to become a congressman. We all get in there and then we just torpedo the whole fucking thing. Well, I mean, I, I think that a lot of what we talk about, I think people... You know, you, I call them asterisk holes. You know, they're going to fucking poke holes in everything, which they should. You should be curious. You should poke holes. You should think, okay? But I think it's the popular thing to do now to discount somebody who speaks in plain language, who speaks in common sense, mm -hmm. who speaks, who has tattoos or whatever, right. who has a fucking beard. And it's easy for people to say, oh, that guy's just a fucking redneck. Yeah. You know, he curses. He's just a redneck. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know, the reality is, is like that just shows me how ignorant people really are because they judge people based upon those kind of like right. presumptions as opposed to like actually listening to the words coming out of the motherfucker's mouth. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's like well, people know, I say all the time because I'm interested in, in politics and I want to get invo involved yeah. in politics and I will very soon. You know how your qualifications. Why are you qualified? 
how are you qualified to become well, what makes l- somebody like, qualified well, and that's, anyway? And that's exactly my point. What man on this planet? I don't give a shit if you're if you're Republican, Democrat, black, white. If you've run a multi-billion-dollar empire or you're freaking running a taco truck down on the freaking side of the road, what man is qualified to put his finger on a nuclear arsenal that would blow up the world ten times over? None. What qualified? Does the, do they have a class at Harvard that I don't know about? Is there is there is there a freaking uh, is there a degree at Stanford that that says here's how you handle a nuclear arsenal and a, and, and an army and a this and a that? No one, no man on this planet is qualified. Yeah. But how do we get them in there? We get them in there, and up to this point, it's been based off of the snowball continuing to roll, and ultimately people just buying into the bullshit that's been fed. Why? Because from ah. little kids, we've been coddled. Yeah. To go down the path of least resistance. I think people are sick of the bullshit. I do too. I believe it. I I don't think that you would have somebody like Donald Trump. And like I told you last night, I mean, I'm not a fucking Trump supporter. Do I think the guy's more capable of running a country than Hillary Clinton? I do. Yeah. Because he's run multiple businesses. People say, oh, well, he went bankrupt four fucking times. That's what makes him all the more qualified. Exactly. Because he came back. Yeah. But the point is, is that, you know, do I disagree with the way he does things? Yeah, I do. Because he's purposely polarizing People, you know, which is the fucking typical political agenda. You know, the reality of the situation is I have liberal beliefs. I have fucking right wing beliefs, you know, but the, but the truth of the matter is, is I do also have the ability to decide what's more important to me. Do, do, am I more concerned with these social issues that are, you know, feel good or am I more concerned with what's good for my kids that are going to grow up, you know, and be a part of this country later? You know what I mean? And and people have trouble deciding those issues. And our government, the way they stay in power the way that they are, is by they force the division to happen. Mm-hmm. So that we can't even have conversations. I mean, dude, try to have a conversation. I, I run into it all the time because people could people always like put me as a Republican when I'm not a fucking Republican. I just I'm fiscally conservative. You know, I understand social issues. I understand what people, you know, think rights and wrong. And I think people have a the, the right to live their life socially the way they want to live. I'm not fucking worried about that. Yeah. You know, so you get these arguments from these fucking liberals that attack Republican, quote, and I'm not even fucking Republican, but they attack my position because they're so used to being in that fucking fight mindset when in reality, we're all Americans. You know what I mean? Black people, white people, yellow people. You know what I mean? The Indians, everybody here, we're all fucking American. You know what? When are we going to stop fucking being against each other so that these other people can impose their will on us. Cause I think everybody's tired of the, the left or the right, you know, the reason Donald Trump's even getting consideration is because there is something about him. That's fresh, you know, like dude, he says what it is. And it's like, he just says the common sense shit. Yep. And people are like, fuck finally. But like, what if you really said the common sense shit? Like, cause he only does a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to see people from social media, I firmly believe you are going to see a president of the United States elected from social media platform in the next 15 years. Minimum. Yep, Without question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without it, question. In, 20, dude, in 2020, it's going to happen in 2020. Right. Because you could say, there you go. Because <laughs> you could say shit, you could say shit on social media and it resonates with people in an informal way. Whereas if you said the same shit on a podium in front of a news camera, you would get fucking slaughtered. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because they'll spin it and they'll this and they'll right. that. Right. Dude, we're we're moving into an age, in my opinion, and you know, this is like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about, you know, the social media and, and the application thereon and stuff like that. But I think we're moving politically. We we've literally 
internally self-sabotaged in the sense that the system that we have right now from our education with our kids all the way up to our elected officials in Washington, it's so fractured and it's so broken that literally no one wants the same thing that we have anymore, but there are no other options. Yeah, there is no clear path. And so I, I firmly and believe... so they're choosing the best of it's of Yeah, it's the, it's the least of... It's the right. path of least resistance. It's like... Like just picking the you know the 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 lesser of two evils kind of a deal. Right. I believe that within the next by 2016 it won't happen because it hasn't. There really isn't anybody that's been able to step up and articulate and orate how exactly to make the changes. But I believe that that the 2020 election will be a tipping point. You know, Malcolm Gladwell talked about in, in his book Tipping Point right. about how this works, and I believe that that all of our society is moving in that direction where we truly believe that that society is dumb and lethargic and asleep and whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, no one is showing a clear path of how to change yeah. and how to create I what you and I have talked about revolution. And I don't think it is, and and, and I don't think it is that society is dumb. I think society. I think people assume they're dumb. Because we, like we said, we've gotten to a point in time where you can't say anything without being blasted. Right. You know what I mean? So that's the perception. So you have a lot of smart people out there that won't speak up and they have common sense beliefs. Right. And, it, and, it's, and, and people assume that their silence is that they're dumb. It's not that they're dumb. It's that they don't want to deal with arguing with morons. Right. You know what I mean? And well, and something some you got, you and I have talked about is, is we kind of envisioned you know, what brought you and I together in this conversation and, and, and social platforms and stuff is that you're thinking you're an island. You know, I'm thinking that I'm an island. Like, right. I'm the only guy out there talking the way that I'm talking, saying what I'm saying. Right. You're like, you've told me this. I'm yeah. the only guy out there, and all of a sudden you resonate with another message, and I feel like that's going to continue to happen the more social media becomes free, if you will, to people opening up and becoming real and raw right. and authentic. Right. Right. You're going to see that, and you're going to see a collaboration of people that I mean, even with like the Tea Party, the Tea Party's not even what like seven years old, eight years old. The Tea Party's not even that old, and they're already a massive contender, if you will, in the political sphere. They did that without Facebook per se. So we're moving into an age where, when you can get a million people to march on Washington, the way the Million Man March did, and whether or not there were a million people there, it's you know whatever called the Million Man March. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Whether there was six hundred, eight hundred, whatever. You're moving into an age where literally people have gotten so sick and tired of the way that it is. And are so ready for something different that as soon as somebody comes to the table through the social platforms, through the Facebooks, With a real through plan. the Periscope, and says, look, this is a viable option. This isn't some pie-in-the-sky bullshit deal, but this is a viable plan. This is what you need to do to do it. You're going to see radical, radical revolution in America. I know from a business owner, I mean, I know that most people are unaware of what the government really does to the economy. You know what I mean? They, they, they're unaware. Like, you know, we were talking about earlier, if I have one unit of product and I want to sell, let's say I've got, you know, one pallet of product and it would cost me a thousand bucks. And I sell that, that pallet of product for 2000 bucks. You know, people are like, Oh, you made a thousand bucks. Well, mm -hmm. no, I didn't make a thousand bucks. Okay. Because first of all, I got to pay all my expenses. I got to pay the cost of goods. And if I want to grow my business, I've got to spend enough that at least 50% you know, to do that. And then what happens is the government comes in and for you to grow, they tax you on the reinvestment money that you put back into your product. So what happens is you're taxed there. And then when I sell that product, if I want to take a paycheck, I get taxed there. All right. Well, if you really want small business to thrive and you want to employ people and you want the, the, the economy to grow and become this massive, you know, 
productive machine that it could be, why are you doing that? Why are you taxing people to reinvest in their in their product? Why why is how is that the right thing? So what's your, what's your solution for that? Because I have an idea. I have a, well, dude. If a, you they need to remove that fucking tax, and then what they need to do is instead of taxing businesses there, what they need to do is they need to take the tax that they don't enforce on the internet and make it enforceable on the internet because in all these companies and there's gonna be a lot of people who are listening right now i'm not gonna pay a tax on the internet well realize what you're talking about is you're talking about giving a competitive advantage to a internet company which employs up to 90 percent less people than brick and mortar companies in the united states so when you give them a competitive advantage and they employ less people guess what there's less fucking jobs for you okay there's People don't think like this. And they, what, what they think is like, oh, dude, free shit on the Internet. No tax. This is <laughs> awesome. But but then it costs them their job. They don't think about it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's just all these things. You got these states going broke. They're not collecting Internet tax. Well, you know, 50% of the fucking tax they were collecting 15 years ago is now on the Internet that they're not collecting. And they wonder why they're fucking broke. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous, man. There's just tons and tons and tons of things that are just backwards that make no fucking sense that they allow to happen. You simplify it. I mean, my, this is where, you know, you and I have talked and we'll, we'll do another podcast on this on like actual practical applications of like how to solve this shit. Really simple deal. Flat tax. Plain and simple. Seven and a half percent corporate personal. Done and done. But oh, but everybody, oh, da, 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 oh the, the rich and the poor. And, and we're going to get right back to that conversation. Yeah. Fuck it. Everybody across the board, done and done, pay seven and a half percent. Period. Business, personal, doesn't freaking matter if you're a billionaire, if you're working at McDonald's. It helps everybody. Period. Done and done. There is no, there are no more loopholes. There are no well, more this. It's, it's just a flat thing, tax. Bro. Like the, the fucking people, when the people talk about, you know, the rich, they're fucking talk, like the, when people, the average person hears the media talk about the rich, okay, and the big businesses, they, they think, they think me, mm -hmm. you know, we're fucking small to medium sized business. They don't realize that there's multi-billion dollar corporations out there that pay zero fucking tax right. because they get through all these loopholes because of how many people they employ and they, you know, they, yeah, we have a 13,000 page tax code, right. 14,000, whatever the hell it is. I've got a really simple solution, a one, one page, page tax code that says 7.5%. And everybody you pay, pays. you pay done and done plain right. and simple. I mean, that's the simplification of, of, of literally these complex issues that, that have become so crazy that, that even our own leaders don't even understand it. Let's simplify shit. Let's just create a really, really simple model. Like, like what you talked about, the whole thing with insurance. I mean, why is insurance going up so high? Why is malpractice insurance going up so high? Why is it so bad for doctors and for everybody else? Well, because of the lawsuit, the frivolous lawsuit bullshit. So yeah. you've got a really simple solution for that. Cool, right. you file a lawsuit and lose, you got to pay for that shit. Right. That's going to deter you from filing a frivolous lawsuit about how you spilled coffee you know, on your balls and you want to sue McDonald's because of it. a lot of other countries, that's the way it is. Yeah. You don't see mm -hmm. that shit a lot of other countries. And then on top of that, like I said, you take away the laws that make the laws apply to everybody. You make the fucking terms short so they have to fucking have our best interests in mind. Dude, you're you're talking about simple shit. It's really really simple. Yes. Like like I've I've said this in it. In but in dude, it. what they try to do is they'll they'll, they'll they'll say, oh Sean, that doesn't fucking work because it does work. <laughs> Sean, that doesn't work. You know, and they'll paint this fucking complicated picture exactly. that the average Joe like looks at and says, man, you know, he's got a good point. That doesn't look like it worked, even though I don't know what the fuck he just wrote there, but it looks complicated, so it must be right. Yeah, and and, you know and what I mean? so so it's the same thing. So this is how you dumbify everything. And I call it dumbifying it, whatever. Call it whatever you want. Simplifying whatever. But same thing with national security. This is like where me getting involved in politics, I literally believe that if you can't describe it or paint it out on a whiteboard, 
It shouldn't be possible. So people ask you, well, what's your national security? You know, what should we do about national security? About We talked about this. Refugees and the whole thing. You literally get on a whiteboard, right? You draw out a map of America. Literally take, take, a, take a, a Sharpie, a marker, and just draw out the outline of America. National security, our foreign policy, you put a bunch of arrows pointing to America and say, this is what I am concerned about. This is what I am here to protect. This is what I am here to serve. As soon as everybody inside of this, this outline, which is the outline of America, is fed, employed, working, and our, our economy is actually balanced, we will then take the, the, the distribution, the dividend, if you will, well, and invest in other places and do other things. Our goal is to protect Americans, and yet we're sending troops and missiles and tanks and shit. I mean, dude, ISIS right now is rolling around two. What is it? Two thousand tanks that they got from a base in Iraq that, that we they left freaking there. came that we fucking left there. We left them there. How smart? Tell me the common sense. Tell me how that made common sense to anybody inside hey, of Washington. Hey, man, I, I want a tank. Leave one of those motherfuckers. Yeah, I in want my one. Yard. Give yeah. me one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, and this is where like the polarization of the conversation comes up, and this is where you lose people when you say radical thought, radical action, radical this. What, dude, when people hear that, they automatically assume that it's got to. We're gonna all have to get our fucking shit and get guns and yeah. go fucking start no, killing. No, that's everybody. not what you need to do. Right. This is a so we're talking about social revolution. We're talking right. about speaking up for what you think is right, educating yourself on what you think is right. And moving forward, those ideas versus just swallowing the pills that these people give you. Right. You know, we're not talking about crazy shit, you know, like, hey, let's get a fucking tank and go. No, we're talking about. <laughs> that would be kind of fun, though. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, dude, I'm all for riding the tank, blow some shit up. But, like, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. I mean, does shit sometimes come to that in the history of Earth? Absolutely. But we're trying to avoid that by getting you guys to understand, like, hey, just because you have a viewpoint on something doesn't mean you can't say it or believe in it. And like, dude, my, my thought, you know, process on this whole conversation is that I just want people to feel more comfortable speaking what they believe, you know, and what they stand up for, what they think is right. right. Even if it's not what you and I agree with, because I mean, I'm sure there's things we yeah, don't agree yeah, on, sure. you know, but at least be able to have a conversation without it being this fucking thing where it's like, oh, you're a religious fucking, you persecutor. Yeah. yeah, you're, you're a fucking racist. You're this, you're that. Dude, you know, how about we start looking at things for how they fucking are, okay? Let's look at the fucking facts of things, and let's, like, realize that, all right, you know, you're black, I'm white, it's fucking ebony and ivory, we gotta go together like perfect harmony, you know, let's fucking realize that we're on the same fucking team and move forward together, yeah. as opposed to just always trying to make it this issue of, like, you know, and I'm not just saying the race thing, but whatever it is, you know, like, oh, you're offending me with your fucking beard because I don't like beards. Well, that, that's the thing, though, is you, you know that this will never that'll never happen. There will always be division. There's people there will that, always dude, be there's people that, that way. profit from that. Exactly. Right. And, and at the end of the day, look like at fucking, I can look sit at Jesse down. James and fucking oh, Al Sharpton. They profit off of fucking people. Jesse Jackson. Have, yeah. Uh, or what, yeah, that's what I said. James. Jesse James is a cool dude. Yeah. He rides motorcycles. Yeah, he's badass. But <laughs> he like, should be dude, a president. Have you seen his 1911s he's making? Dude, they're sick. so dope. Yeah. So my good buddy, you know Austin Weiss? Uh-uh. Austin Weiss is a good buddy of mine. He's best friends with Jesse James, but they're, they're, I'm trying to get one of those 1911s. I need one. Off the topic. I need but one. anyway, like, you know. Jesse, send us some guns, bro. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. We'll rep We'll rep them. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he, dude, he's for the common sense part. Dude, that, that's the thing, man, is, is you will never, you're never going to eliminate. And this is where, let's take this thing full fucking circle. 
Let's take this thing full circle back to the original conversation about the children and the kids and the playground and getting your ass whooped and this and that and the other. Like taking the entire thing full circle all the way back to where we are right now, which is no one is ever going to be happy. No one is ever, there will always be somebody that's on the quote unquote losing end of the stick. A deer will always have to go down in order for me to put food on my table. You will always have to have in in a two match game, you will always have a winner and a loser. We just flat out scored more points than you. That's cool. We're losing team. Go figure out how to become better to win. It's the same thing here. America, if you want to create the change, get your ass off the couch. Stop listening to the rubbish and the bullshit that you've been fed and, 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 and taking the pills right. that you've been given for the last 50 years and realize that it's possible to do, but you cannot sit around and wait for someone else to do it. You're going to have to get involved with the, quote, revolution. Right. Because right. what we're doing right now, the conversation we're having is crazy. It's out there. It's like, oh, dude, that's insane, whatever, whatever. This is how it should Why? be. It's not. Right. That's the thing. This. What if this is the normal conversation? What if this is the norm? What if this is how it should be? And yet everything else is freaking insanity. See, I don't. I can't comprehend thinking another way. Yeah, me either. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sitting here having this conversation, and my, my thing isn't like we're being weird. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody else? Wants to explain and slam down a friggin' thirteen thousand page tax code, and you're like, "Bro, you're confusing me. Why don't we just talk about seven and a half percent? Unless you unless you can explain it to me in one page or less, because my plan is seven and a half percent, and it's really freaking simple. Yeah, like explain to me how these thirteen thousand pages make sense. It doesn't make sense. No, it's all geared to fucking guide the people who are paying yeah. the lobbyists through the tax code. Dude, I'm, so that I'm they telling don't pay you, fucking taxes. I'm telling you, the revolution's coming, man. Somebody somebody is going to figure out how to take this device right here that you and I, you know, promote our businesses, live our lives. Someone is going to take these devices, which is how the entire world is getting their news, their information, communicating with mom and grandma, posting all their pictures of their new freaking puppy on Facebook or whatever. This is the revolution. This is what's going to happen is someone will orate the message that you and I are talking about, put it out there in a a reasonable, practical way. And people are going to be like, that actually makes sense. Well, they should. Yeah, they're going to be like, why isn't it that way? So, so, so when the guy who comes in with the thirteen thousand page tax code, he's going to be now like no one's been able to do this yet. Like this is the cool part. This is the stuff that gets me excited. This is the sexy shit about politics. Is now all of a sudden the guy trying to explain the thirteen thousand page tax code is like, what the fuck did he just say? Like this sounds really really simple. This will work. Right. Which, why are you explaining? Well, yeah. So, so to but explain to me foreign policy, cool, there's an outline of America. Like I live in America, I want to protect America and keep America safe and fed and, and and whatever, whatever. Explain to me why we need to spend X amount of billions of dollars every year overseas when this outline right here is not taken care of. Dude, like that's common sense shit. Dude, think about this though. This is really cool to think about because the reason this hasn't happened before is the same reason. That businesses used to be able to produce any product they wanted. It didn't matter if it was good or not and spend millions of dollars advertising it and the product would sell. Mm -hmm. Okay. The reason the politics has gotten the way that it's gotten is because there is, there has been no voice for us. Right. You know, they've owned the media. Right. Okay. They could go to five people in America and say, we want you to put this message out right. and we'll give you these special benefits. And that's what they fucking do. And they do. make you, the, the normal common sense speaker, look like a freaking moron. They right. spin you in the media right. and then all of a sudden you're tanked and you're done. Right. And they can't do that anymore because right. now we all have a voice. Right. And so what they could try to do that, but the reality is, is it just stirs up the hornet's nest. Right. You know, and so just like big companies can't put out a product. You know, they can't put out a pair of sunglasses that the first time you wear them, they break because guess what? It'll be all over the fucking internet tomorrow. Right. Like, hey, don't buy these sunglasses because they're shit. 
they're not going to be able to keep pushing that agenda because we all have a voice now. But I think the what I'm trying to bring is a realization of that voice. Like, yeah. hey, guys, you listening right now, you have a voice. You know what I mean? And just because they tell you you have to pick Democrat or Republican, that's going to change. And the earlier that you get involved in creating a better you know, situation now, the more influence you're going to have later. Yeah. Well, doing what you and I are doing, I, I feel like it's it's the grassroots, what real true grassroots is, and, and it's speaking things and orating them clearly, you know, efficiently, effectively. Now, we've been all over the board, obviously, talking here. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the reality it's is... It's dinner like, talk, man. Yeah, man. It's dinner conversation. And, that, and this is the shit that actually people care about. This is the stuff that people, like, it right. actually affects their lives, right. and, and yet no one has been able to orate it, you know, simply. But I think that what you and I are doing and, and being ex as exposing as we are... And, and sharing as authentically and passionately what I'm seeing in the marketplace and what I'm seeing just, just through social media and everything else is people are, there's more and more people that are speaking up saying, hell yeah, dude, that makes freaking sense. I like that. And at the end of the day, it's going to take leaders. It's going to take people yeah. that are willing to go out and lead the freaking troops. But at the end of the day, like I want people to realize that they're not an island. No, and like, I The also conversation you and I are having right now, there's a lot of people, it's the bobblehead theory. People are like shaking their head like, yeah, 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 that yeah. makes sense. And at the end of the day, once the freaking people that are nodding their heads saying amen now have a, pla a, a path and a, and a plan and someone to follow and something that actually makes sense, dude, that's when shit's going to start changing. Dude, and the other thing is, is people have to start understanding that they have to let go of their fucking passionate the R or the D like, and you identify yourself that way as a Republican or Democrat. And you know, your, your passion for that, you know, causes you to not like allow for true conversation. Like if I've got somebody, you know, cause I always get into it with, with typically Democrat people because they're so passionate and I say something and then they come back and they say, Wendy, and I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to attack you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just trying to pose a realistic solution. And I think us as Americans would realize that we're not the enemy of each other. Right. That we're just being tricked into thinking that way. And that to true. have a, a realistic conversation about, you know, what we really need to do for the betterment of the next 100 or 200 or 300 years in America. This is a crucial time. It just is, man. We're seeing things that we've never seen before. The, you know, the government is pushing the limits of what I believe is moral and, and reality, um, and we're losing a lot of things in, in our in our in our country. And the, you know, do we have the next generation of kids who are from the ages of twelve to eighteen years old right now that understand what it would take to go win a fucking war against another country? Because here's the reality, guys. If the other country, you know, some some other country, I'm not going to name any names, but if they want to come bomb the United States, they're not bombing fucking white neighborhoods or black neighborhoods only or Chinese neighborhoods only. Guess what they're bombing? They're bombing fucking America. So instead of fucking fighting ourselves and being like, hey, you motherfuckers, you don't like me because I'm poor. You don't like me because I'm rich. You don't like me because I'm black or this or that or whatever. How about we realize that, like, all that shit is really irrelevant. And what we need to think about is, is the next... 20 year old kids from 20 to fucking 15 or 12 years old or, or, or have we raised them to go out and protect the country? Ha have we? I don't I don't know that we have. I think we're getting into a scary time, man. And I, I, this isn't taking nothing away from the young kids because I know there's always going to be younger kids with massive fucking heart and yep. massive American pride that want to go out and 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 do what needs to be done. But here's the thing, man. 
and I agree with you. We don't need to be everywhere else. We need to worry about here. Yep. You know what I mean? And fuck, man, it's not that complicated. It's you really know, like, not. That's why I like when the, when the people criticize, you know, I get criticism for saying that we shouldn't take these Syrians. Dude, why is that our responsibility? You know what I mean? We have fucking how many people here that we need to take care of? I mean, it's just like the map you said, all the arrows pointing in. Yep. Let's solve our problems so then we can solve their problems. I, I, I really do feel for the other countries. But you know how the other countries got the way that they are? The same way we're getting the way that we are. Mm-hmm. By not saying shit, not speaking up, not not being afraid. You know, and that's bad news for us, man. You guys who are listening to this, I mean, the fact that you're even listening to this podcast, you know, shows that you think a different way than most people. But, you know, we're in fucking trouble. I, I believe that. You know, and, and I believe that for the next 20 years, if we don't get shit turned around, and we can start it by keeping score fucking soccer games again, yeah. which, which is the funniest thing about it. You know what I mean? It's very simple shit. Yeah, I think personal responsibility, and you you touched on it, Sean. Parenthood. I mean, it's all connected. All of it. I don't know, man. I don't have all the answers, and, and but, I mean, I know that we've got a fucked up deal right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have all the answers. You just got to actually create some some movement in a different direction, man. That's it. It's where it starts is creating some sort of different movement in a different direction. That's that's not the most same, pe- dude. I think most people are just happy with like their life. They're like because they've been washed, they've been brought up to be a cog, you know. And they're like, "Fuck it, man! I'm making my you know my decent living. I got a house. I got a car. You know, they're a mortgage up to their eyeballs with all their shit. When and they're under the illusion they have all the shit. When in reality, they don't have anything. Right. You know what I mean? They're worth their whole lives. To have nothing, you know, die with nothing, be poor, and 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 it, it wasn't always that way, man. Yep. You know, and then not only that, on top of it, you've got the media villainizing success as if it's fucking evil. You know, I've always believed it's my obligation, you know, to do the best that I can. When isn't that the way we're supposed to do yeah. shit? Yeah. Like you're supposed to be the best that you could be. I don't know. The art. It's good enough for the army, right? That's how it should be. Yeah. That's how it should be. I don't know. Guys, check out the website, themfceo.com. Uh, not exactly sure which page this will be on yet, but you'll find it if you go to the website. Sean, what's your social media connections? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash S Whalen, uh, or you can go to Lions Not Sheep or SeanWhalen.com. Well, Sean, thanks for Thank you. joining us again. Appreciate it. Was, uh, it. That was all over the place. But that was lively and energetic shit. conversation. I like so. this. Oh, I'm yeah. hungry. I'm hungry. Like yeah. we actually yeah. should have had dinner here because I'm freaking hungry. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> like, dude, I like uh, I like the I mean, even though this one was politically based, I like the idea of having like a dinner conversation format once in a while. Yep. You know what I mean? Not like we're not sitting here going off of a straight up list of shit to talk about. You know, I, I, I dig that. I think we should do that more often. Maybe not just about, you know, not just about politics, but just shit. Everything. Talk about yeah. life. Right. Stuff that yeah. actually matters to people. Right. Yeah. You know, Guys, thanks for listening so much, and uh, we will catch you next time. All I do is work, 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 work on the sidelines. I only hustle, hustle.